Welcome to The Digital Divide with me, Linda Antonetti, where we are bridging the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills, continuing our children's edition series. While we've been talking about the different milestones that you should expect, what should you expect your child to be doing at what age when it comes to their speech, language, and social skills, and also talking about what are some red flags that you need to be aware of, and what can you do to help enrich their environment to help them in their speech, language, and social development. I know last week we covered ages one year to a year and a half, and I thought I was going to do a year and a half to two years old today, but I decided to change it up a little. Given that the holidays are are here and upon us, I know that a lot of children are going to be receiving so many, many toys. I remember when my children were babies, we had tons and tons of toys. So I really wanted to focus on today what toys you can have to help your child develop those skills. Now, of course, the biggest gift that you can give your child is you and your attention, expanding their language, interacting with them. Nothing, nothing, nothing can take the place of you as a parent or other people in their lives to help them learn those speech, language, and social skills that they need to communicate in life. But there are toys out there that can help you do that as well. So we are going to be reviewing that today. What kind of toys should you have around your baby or toddler to help them develop those skills? First, I know there are so many toys out there with so many bells and whistles, so much technology. We are surrounded by it. I've seen it endlessly. Even as I've been shopping myself for the holidays, I see children in strollers looking at videos on their mother's phone while they are shopping. And I understand you want to get your shopping done and that helps you so that your child is not screaming. It helps them to attend to something else so that you're not distracted from what you're doing. And I understand that. So what I would recommend is if you could get out on your own to shop, do that. Or if they don't need the phone while you're shopping, Have them looking at the things with you. Talk to them while you're shopping. I've said this in the last few episodes that the best thing that you can do for them is talk to your children about what it is that you're doing, attaching language to your activities, attaching language to the objects that you are holding, bringing attention to it, having joint attention. And that is great. So if you can do that while you're shopping, that is awesome. But I also know that even the children children's toys that are listed for their appropriate age group, they all have bells and whistles. They all make sounds. They all have buttons. They're, They're high technology toys now. More technology than I had or even my children had. So what, what's the best toy for you to get for your child? Well, you want to help to encourage them to use their own imagination. So my best recommendation is really to provide them with low-tech toys. Those toys that don't have all of those noises that you want them to make their, themselves. You know, you want to help 
them learn their speech, language, and social skills through play. And if they have a toy that is making all the noises, saying all the names for them, and doing all the vocalizing for them, they don't have any reason to do it themselves. So you really want to get them those low-tech toys to help encourage using their imagination, to help teach concepts through play, teach critical thinking skills that they need to have throughout life. Besides critical thinking skills, you also want them to have toys that help open a dialogue that encourages them to talk. You want to have those toys that help them do that. You want toys to help with their language development and the development of their social skills, which requires interaction with other people, which requires the use of their own voice while learning language. You want your child to be the ones to develop the sounds and the words instead of just having them being an observer of the toy itself. When you have those high-tech toys, your child really becomes more of a passive participant. And we don't want your child to be a passive participant. We want your child to be an active participant in those toys, in those interactions with those toys. So you want those toys that are going to get your child talking and interacting, having open dialogue and that joint of attention to things, learning names of objects and trying to say it themselves and do the action that you're speaking of or talking about as you're playing with the toys. You don't want the toys to do it for them. Now, I know you heard me say it teaches joint attention. And why is that important? Well, teaching them joint attention, if two people are playing with one thing at the same time and they're attending to the same object, that is a necessary skill for them to have to communicate. So what can you do to help encourage that joint attention that's necessary for communication? Well, You can turn off the TV, turn off the electronics. Even if you have a toy that has electronics attached to it, take out the batteries or turn off the electronic part of it so that they are not distracted. And it will help them to focus and engage in the activity or the play that you're trying to engage them in. So you want that joint attention. You want to encourage that. I know some we can't always be there with a child to to play on the floor with them. I totally understand that. But when you have those opportunities to do that, make sure that you have their full attention by turning off that TV or turning off the technology part of the toy that you're interacting with. And like I said on my previous episodes, you are their model. You even want to be their model during play activities. You want to show them what language is and how they can expand on the skills they may already start to develop. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. What are some of the best toys out there that can help your child in developing their speech, language, and social skills? Now I'm going to talk about infants to toddlers. And of course, always be sure when you're choosing that low tech toy that it's age appropriate for your child. So I'm not just saying pick anything off the shelves. Always check the age appropriateness to the toys that you are picking up for your child. So infants, what is a great toy for infants? 
those mirrors that you see are awesome for babies. They love to see themselves in the mirror. And they love to see mom and dad or somebody else in the mirror with them, okay? Use this opportunity to look and demonstrate different facial expressions, different movements of the mouth, the articulators, even naming parts of the face. If you're both looking in the mirror together, you can name the parts of your face as you're looking in the mirror with the ba- with your baby, then name the parts of his or her face and point to the parts of his or her face as you're looking in the mirror with them. Those stacking cups, you know, those different colored stacking cups that they have, those are great as well. They help to teach different concepts, colors, counting, sequencing, the shape sorters. You know, those containers that have different shaped blocks and you have to fit them in the shapes. Those are also great for teaching concepts and colors and counting how many you're doing um, as you're doing it. Blocks, any kind of stacking toys are, are great for understanding prepositions and adding language to that as you're using them. So for example, I think I've used the shape sorter as an example in the past. So let's just talk about regular blocks. You know, blocks come in all different shapes and sizes. So if I was playing with blocks with my baby on the floor, I would say, oh, let's get the big red block. We'll put it on the bottom. Let's find a little yellow block. Oh, here's the little yellow block. Let's put it on top of the big red block. Oh, I think I found a blue block. I'm going to put the blue block next to the big red block and just expand upon it that way. And of course, don't do all the talking. Allow your baby, your child to vocalize, try to say those things. Sometimes I think the hardest things for us to do as parents is wait and give your child the opportunity to speak. We don't always have to be talking all the time. We can allow for those silent opportunities to give your child a chance to speak as well. So you want to make sure you provide an appropriate amount of wait time to allow your child to have the opportunity to talk as well. Some other toys that are really great are those tunnels and tents where they can, you know, crawl through them understand in and out, under, through, not only are they they developing physically, but you're helping them develop their cognitive skills. If you're telling them, go through the tunnel or follow me, you're actually helping them listen and understand simple directions at that time. So those are other great low-tech toys. Those tunnels and tents are awesome. They allow them to get up and move. They allow them to listen and follow directions. And they even give them the opportunity to learn new words, new concepts. Again, books are always great for your children. Besides books that you read, I know my children used to love those photo books that you have of people in your family. You just put pictures of family members in the books and you go through the books and name people and they point as you name people. They try to say their names, dad, dad, mama, 
or even aunts and uncles and cousins. They might try to say the names of your family members. They love seeing themselves in pictures and seeing their family members. And then you could talk about when the picture was taken. So that helps expand their language as well. Pretend play kits are also another great toy. So I know my children used to love their pretend fruits and vegetables. And they used to have a little cart that they would push around like they would go grocery shopping. And we would make a list together of what we would have to get at the store. And they'd go around shopping in our back room. Apple, banana, oh, put it in the basket, get it off the shelf. Do you see how many ways you can use language to help expand their experience? And it helps to grow their imagination as well. Also, the play farms, the play kitchens, a toolbox, um, a doctor's set. Even I remember my children had a little container that helped them pretend that they were a veterinarian taking care of all different kinds of animals. All of those things are going to help expand their language and imagination. And if you're playing with them with these toys, it will even help expand their communication skills that much more. Now, when I worked in therapy with little toddlers, some of my most favorite, favorite toys to use were Play-Doh and Mr. Potato Head. Uh, Listen, I could make a toy out of just a box of crayons, but Mr. Potato Head and Play-Doh were always my go-to toys. With Mr. Potato Head, I would request the body parts and put it on the potato head as they gave me the body parts. Or I would give them the instruction of what body parts to put where. And sometimes we would make a really funny looking Mr. Potato Head, uh, an arm where an eye should be or, or a hat where an ear should be, which makes it even that much more fun for them. And Play-Doh, you just talk about what you're doing. Oh, I'm rolling out the Play-Doh. I'm smashing the Play-Doh. Let's cut it. Oh, let's roll it into a snake. I'm going to roll it into a ball. Let's see what you can do. And of course, always give them that opportunity to talk about what they're doing, how they're playing using their imagination. And then some of the best toys of all are things that aren't toys. For example, I don't know if any of you remember growing up, the box that the refrigerator came in, that was the best toy. Using our imagination, making believe it was our own little house and we would draw in it, draw pictures, make windows so we could see through it. We said where the refrigerator would be or even using blankets and chairs to make tents and pretending that we were in the woods and talking about everything that we might hear in the woods or what we might be scared of. So those are some of the best toys of all. The ones that are right around our house that may not even be considered toys, but in using our imagination, we can make them into toys and expand our child's language and communication skills. 
Now, I know the holidays are coming up and your child might be inundated with toys. So what do you do with all of those toys that might be around the house that um, they are going to be inundated with? Well, you can rotate toys, put some toys away so they stay focused on one toy long enough to allow them the opportunity to expand their imagination and their language skills. And then when they played with those toys long enough, take those away and rotate other toys, almost like they're getting a new batch of toys, but allow them the opportunity for them to play with them for an extended period of time so that they can use their imagination and learn from those toys. And what do you do with those high-tech toys that you're receiving? Well, you can turn them off or you can take the battery out of them so that they can use their own voice to make that sound of the horse or the pig or the boing sound, whatever sound it may be. You want to encourage your child to make the sounds themselves. Again, you want to encourage your children to be active participants as they are engaging or playing with their toys or interacting with others. You don't want them to be a passive participant. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Digital Divide as we focus on all the toys that can help your child. Of course, none can replace you as their conversational partner and teaching them, but they are toys that can help you expand your child's language, speech, and social development and overall communication. Join me again here next week as we continue this conversation about the development of your child's communication skills. Next week, we'll focus on a year and a half to two years old. Please enjoy your holiday. And I look forward to having you all here again next week on the Digital Divide, where we are bridging the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills, children's edition.